Welcome back We're here. to a new episode of Pop and Play. Another Pop and Play, another another uh, week for you, the listener, another month, couple days for us, the hosts. This is an epic episode because it's, it's the one that I've been waiting for for a really long time. Yeah. I almost gave up on it, but then Joe, our producer, was like, I feel like you've been so into it, you have to do it. I, I, I'll admit I'm I'm impressed by your stick-to-itiveness, stick-to-itiveness <laughs> your tenacity, um, and also your ability to make me do things that uh, make me extremely uncomfortable. So, excellent work on that as well. Ah, oh, excellent, excellent. Okay. What, what is the topic that you've been dying to do? I've been dying to do a topic on fashion as an intergenerational artifact, and I feel like what can be, more, what isn't more intergenerational than fashion? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I mean, uh, you know, fashion is. Uh, let me let me say a few words about fashion as the expert <laughs> in the room, the fashion expert. Uh, it's cyclical, right? I mean, it, it goes and it comes and it, and it, and it, uh, it keeps coming back and you can raid your parents' closets and that's like the new thing all of a sudden. Totally. Like, Neil and I walk down the sidewalks of New York and we look at people, the youth <laughs> the <use. laughs> wearing fashion, the youths wearing fashion. <laughs> And we're like, we should have kept all our clothes from 1994, and we'd be so cool right now. Before we start, yeah. I feel like you should describe for the listeners what you're wearing today in our fashion episode. Oh, well, I mean, this is this is just normal for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know how the people that know me that listen to the show might real, know that fashion obviously is my life, and then I, I kind of... <laughs> I really am driven by, you know, what's new, what's what's hip. And I, I'm not only driven by that, I kind of drive that, right? <laughs> like I sort of set the tone for this whole building, I would say. Um, but yeah, no, fashion is kind of my thing. And uh, right now I'm just, you know, I've just you know, pulled out just the usual. Um, so a T-shirt, some jeans, um, maybe, a, maybe also a cravat, a scarf situation. Um, a uh, what kind of material? Is corduroy. It? A corduroy blue hat. Powder blue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, a pair of uh, aviators. I mean, that you're wearing inside. Often, yeah, just the usual. Okay. No big deal. Yeah. Let me tell you about my outfit. Yes, tell us. So this morning I changed five times <laughs> um, in preparation for this fashion episode because I was like, I have to come fashionable. Then at the end of the day, 10 minutes before I got here, I changed back to what I just normally wear every day. <laughs> back to the beginning. Uh-huh. So now I'm just wearing a denim shirt and jeans. And I decided that in order to be fashionable, I should probably just put on some accessories. Yeah, so now I'm highly accessorized. You've accessorized the hell out of it. I definitely okay. put these these extra accessories on right when I came into the studio. I did not wear yeah. them through the And building. you could take them off really easily. No, I'm wearing them for the rest of the day. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> well, okay. Do you ever recall a time being interested in fashion though like as a kid was there something that you always wanted that other kids were wearing or that was kind of trendy at the time that you really wanted that's a great question um one that we were not prepared i was not prepared for which is makes it even more fun Mm -hmm. so here's here's what i can say is on the one hand i have never been interested in fashion i mean there's certainly obviously a phase in in like middle school where you're like oh no i i I have to actually care about these things a little bit, but I've always um, prioritized comfort over fashion, mm-hmm. like always. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, no, I was never really, you know, jealous of some look. But I'll say um, 
two things come to mind. One is when I was really young, uh, there were a particular kind of pants called jam pants. Do you remember jam pants? No, what's that? They were kind of like like long i mean i guess they would kind of be like skater pants but this is like earlier than skater uh than the skater kind of days so but they were like kind of knee length oh, a it's little, like long shorts like basically. long shorts okay, yeah yes not quite three-quarter lengths yeah, yeah you know but those were cool and i thought oh maybe i should wear those and i tried on a pair once i remember at the at the store and i was like these are totally uncomfortable so <laughs> that was that was very short-lived but i just for some reason that's locked in my brain like jam pants so you never had a pair of jam pants no no, I, I intentionally never wore jam pants. They were just too uncomfortable. Nah. So then the other thing that I can recall is that I distinctly remember in college, I don't know if this counts as fashion. I think it does. But I, I distinctly remember there was this guy um, that I was friends with in college that had this like cool hairdo. And it was like kind of this like, sh- you know, relatively short, but like kind of messed up look. And I just be like, dude, he like always looks cool. He looks like he just doesn't care. And he's like, looks so cool. And so I always wanted to do that with, so I like tried to like figure out how to do that with my hair. And I, I never have fully accomplished it, but I will say that I have the exact, I still do the exact same thing that I tried to do in college. So like, you know, 30 years ago, I'm still trying to achieve that look even to this day. So that maybe is the only other fashion thing that's stuck. Excellent. That is a fashion thing. That's an aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. So it's all, all aesthetics are fashion. Yeah. I see. Exactly. How about you? What, what, which looks, I mean, I know you've probably been interested in all sorts of different looks over time, but are there particular have, ones that. I have. Well, I have like two moments and they both involve t-shirts. <laughs> um, so one of them, I actually remember when Michael Jackson's Thriller album came out. I was very obsessed with that. I listened to it like nonstop for yeah. years. So I actually got a pink Thriller shirt, okay. Okay, a pink Thriller shirt and a Menudo belt. I don't know if you remember Menudo was like <laughs> yes. this band back in the day. Yep. I had a yellow Menudo belt and I had a pink <laughs> Thriller shirt and I loved that outfit. My last thing that I never got was, I feel like it was like middle school or maybe closer to high school or something. Do you remember those Genera shirts that like hyper... Hi- uh, whatever hyper color like, yeah, yeah, yeah hyper color like it would you, change it would yeah, change color yeah, if, if it was if warm or cool or yes. like, yeah, yeah. uh-huh so everybody had that i really wanted it and i never got it because it's like yeah. really expensive it's yeah. not cheap i remember that so too, i really yeah. wanted that i wanted a hyper color shirt and i wanted a esprit tote bag to match it <laughs> um but i didn't get either of those things but i feel like tote bags are always popping Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely, especially in, in New York City, right? But, yeah. You know, speaking of hypercolor, I distinctly remember somebody telling me about having a pair of hypercolor uh, workout shorts, and they wore them once, exactly one time, because <laughs> they wore them, and then they, like, realized that the only place that had changed color was, like, right through the crotch, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is a terrible idea, and they never wore them again. <laughs> Unexpected. I thought you were going to say butt, but that's, like, even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're both from uh, the Midwest. Um, the Midwest always gets sort of like a bad rap when it comes to fashion. Right. And I think we don't get enough credit for <laughs> the fashion aesthetic that we bring to the table. Oh. Um, because I do think we all learned that there, during the pandemic that comfort trumps yeah. fashion. And you could also make comfortable things fashionable. Yeah. Yeah, see, my... my, my fashion uh did not change during the pandemic so that's 
because I because <laughs> yeah, I wear the same things whether I'm sitting around the house or whether I'm here in the office. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is Midwestern fashion like? What is the right. stereotype that comes with Midwestern aesthetic? Like definitely shorts at any time of the year. Yeah. The, the thing that feels super distinctly Midwestern to me is like wearing a pair of cargo shorts um, <laughs> when it's like November and it's like forty. Three degrees outside. Yeah. Right? Still wearing cargo shorts uh-huh. on that day. And like yeah. flip-flops or Birkenstocks or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Maybe with socks, maybe not. Depends. Um, I'm curious, Haney, about, you know, this the intergenerational aspect here. I'm curious about whether you know, whether you ever, you know, raided uh, you know, a mother's uh, closet for clothes or anything like that. Yeah. That was like the first time I actually saw my mom in a new light. Mm. because I kind of saw her as like mom aesthetic. Sure. I don't, I don't want to describe that because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> but um, but I remember going into her closet and she like just kept a lot of her clothes from back in the day, which I didn't and I wish I did actually. But like she had like these cute little skirts and like these cute little blazers that I'm like, oh my God, they're so cool. And so I <laughs> took it. And recently... I actually raided my mom's closet because my mom used to work at a post office. She's retired now. So they have like, you know, the outfits that people at the postal service wear, like those striped shirts and like uh, there was a cardigan with like a post, like one of those, yeah, one of those badge things. So I took them. (laughs) I almost wear it again today, but I decided it didn't fit me right now. The postal aesthetic. Yeah. But I did take that and I brought it with me all the way to New York because I'm like, I'm going to wear this postal outfit. (laughs) It's going to be very cool. Yeah. Yes. And it's going to be really cool. Yeah. No, I I think you, I think you're probably right. Um, I, I, you, you raise an important point that, 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 this conversation is going to be, we're going to be poking some fun and we're going to be also kind of talking about things that I don't understand, but we're not trying to make fun of anything or we're not trying to make anyone feel bad about what they're wearing. You know, again, my whole deal is I don't care what, <laughs> what I'm wearing, what I, what I look like. And oftentimes that kind of comes back to bite me, but for the most part, you know, we're not, we're not trying to to make anyone feel crappy about their fashion choices. And with that in mind, I want, I want us to start defending some um, some fashion stances here, yeah, right. Be, beyond you know maybe either end of these particular stances, but I think it's time that we take on some tough issues on the show, <laughs> right? And I want to start with something that is near and dear to my heart, okay, and that is cargo shorts. I am sick and Boo. tired. I am sick and tired of all the hate just just thrown at wearing cargo shorts they're so comfortable and useful the number of things i can carry in my shorts is uh you know what if i didn't wear the cargo shorts then my kids and and my spouse would be complaining that like oh we're having to carry everything no dad's got it all they're all in the various pockets and um i think people should just lay off i argue that this is what a bag like this is for. Uh, uh, um, you're, hold, you're holding up a fanny pack. Yeah, that you could wear as a fashionable bag. You see? You see how yeah. awesome that is? That's, that's and great. why can't you have that versus cargo shorts? I feel like, yeah, no. My, no, I hate cargo shorts. <laughs> but so, you know, my, my spouse is also a big fan of the fanny pack. And, and she has been wearing the fanny pack for a number of years. And there was a time, you know, a number of years ago where it was like, she was like, this is going to come back. This is cool. She was and correct. She was correct. She was 100% <laughs> correct. It's come back. Uh, I st- you know what? I- I'm thankful that she also has some extra storage, but I still need my <laughs> cargo pants storage. So, Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how our guests feel about yeah, cargo I bet, I bet cargo they're going to have shorts. opinions about Yeah. 
So Nathan, I think we're going to bring in some special guests to talk about intergenerational fashion. Finally, some non-Midwesterners to help us think yes, through these issues. Exactly. That's perfect. Yes. So I'm zoning in. Yeah. Zone we're in. Very, very excited to have Locked our two in. guests today, Yolanda and Olivia. Finally, two people not from the Midwest that can talk about fashion. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they could teach us a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm trying to think over here. Should I say that I'm from the Midwest? Oh, no. 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 Okay. <laughs> Olivia, should you say you're from the Midwest? If you need me to, I will. <laughs> okay. Well, so um, I would love it if you guys, would you want to introduce each other? You know, we, we know you, but I'm curious if you guys would like to introduce your, each other to uh, our listeners. That sounds terrific. Okay. I'd like to introduce my wonderful daughter, Olivia Irene Ruiz, who for me is a fashion icon. You know, she has been really since the age of 11 or 12. And uh, what's also kind of amazing is seeing her fashion almost uh, reincarnate some of mine from the 80s. Nice. So that's how I'd like to introduce Olivia. She's currently uh, a high school senior, college bound. We don't wow. know where, but wow. I know she'll end up exactly where she needs to be. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. And this is my mom, Yolanda <laughs> City Reese. And for me, I would say really big inspiration of mine when it comes to fashion in my immediate family. Mm. I would say a lot of... The inspiration I draw as a now teenager in terms of my fashion does come from old photos that I have stumbled across uh, throughout the years and sort of trying to recreate the looks that you had when you were my age <laughs> that I, wow. I mean, that is really the trendy. ultimate yeah. compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? That's good. Oh my gosh. Sh- I would be like, oh, please don't look at my photos. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm sure oh. my kids are going to do exactly the same. I mean, like, in this moment, man. if the listeners could only see how awesome you look in your <laughs> scarf, hat, This whole thing. Uh, <laughs> now Olivia's going to request pictures of you as a kid and try to recreate. I'll, I'll recreate it. I got you. So I got it. you. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, you know, Olivia, it's a, it was a great introduction that kicks off exactly what this episode is really about like what what kind of made uh i think haney really think about why we should talk about fashion is the the fact that there are these really interesting kind of intergenerational relationships that that emerge and and get recreated around fashion yeah i i, I always think about how people when i was younger would say like fashion always comes back it always comes back to something else you know and i'm like okay just shut up you know like whatever <laughs> you just want to seem like you're cool back in the day but it's so true right totally. like i was telling nathan i would walk around the streets and be like oh my god if i just saved that all my stuff from yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh yeah. yes right mm-hmm. Don't you wish you could have them back? Listen, I still wish I had my Jordache jeans, which are now $275. What? Wow. You were telling me about that this summer. Yeah, I'm sure I only paid like $19.99. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And back in the day, you know. At JCPenney. At JCPenney. I remember Jordache. You remember Jordache. You remember JCPenney. Yeah. Yeah. My Giotano jeans. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there are a lot of things I wish I held on to, but just didn't have the space. Yeah. So true, Haney, what you're saying. So true. And I think that that's what makes it pretty awesome to see how it does come back, but it also comes back with a bit of a spin. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Because even when Olivia, you know, when I had my 1980s birthday party in homage to the era that I grew up and all of the fashion that was beautiful, I think, and quirky in the 1980s, Olivia still had her spin to it. So it's great to see it come back and also with a a little bit of a twist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
uh, you know, speaking of eighties fashions, I mean, are, are like uh, uh, puffy uh, kind of uh, shoulder pads, shoulders, and things. Is that coming back? <laughs> Hope not. Wait a minute. I've got. I don't have shoulder pads <laughs> right now, but no. But I did hate that style. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. like the, it felt in like you were walking around that. with yeah. a box on your shoulders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. My, actually, right now I'm starring in. Um, my school play and it takes place in 1986. So it's really interesting, like how all the costuming and yesterday the director was telling me like, I have these high platform Doc Martens and she was saying, you cannot wear these during the shows because they scream 1995. They're not yeah. 1980s <laughs> at yeah. all. So she's paying like really close attention to all the details, but it's really fun because we have a scene um, towards the end of the show where we all come out in pageant dresses and a lot of them <laughs> scream like shoulder pads, oh, 1980s, awesome. yep. neon. Yeah. A sequence. Neon. Fun, though. A sequence. Then it's like fun to read visit exactly like what's the name of the play that you're starring in Olivia? it's called uh school girls or the african mean girls play by jocelyn oh that's oh, cool. awesome because you know there's always mean girls in high school <laughs> are there mm. <laughs> that's another podcast yeah nathan were you a mean girl <laughs> no no now no. that's another they, podcast for sure. You had to you had to have someone to talk to to be a mean. Uh, no, stop. <laughs> Aww, Nathan likes to scary. play the victim all the time. Oh my gosh, fashion! Are we talking about fashion? Because <laughs> I, I feel like I want to cry. high school traumas. Let's talk about right me now. some more, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so one of the ways we like to start this out is with a game, mm. and uh, we have a game that we like to call Pop or Nop. And the way Popper Knopf works is we're going to give you uh, a, a thing, in this case, a fashion belief oh, or, like or a, yeah. a type of style. <laughs> and we want to know if it's popping or if it's not popping. So okay. pop or not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to start with something that is uh, really close to my heart, and that is cargo shorts. Mm. Pop or not? I say the popping. Me too, if it's styled right. Yeah. Wow. Hey! <laughs> I just got through arguing with Nathan for like 10 minutes about how I hate cargo shorts and they are not. I think if it's not styled right, yeah. But okay. if they are, I would say yes. How, how, how is it styled yeah. right? Give me an example, Olivia. Um, well, I don't wear them. But okay, so friend. they're not popping. <laughs> oh, come on. I have, a friend, I have a very close friend who wears cargo shorts a lot. And she kind of likes to pair with sort of like long T-shirts, like I would say like extra large T-shirts, like purposely large. And it's like oversized, I would say, uh-huh. with cargo shorts. And then that looks nice. But I think if it's not paired right, like if it's like tight shorts and like a really tight shirt, I think it just looks kind of awkward. Oh, yeah. It has to be like no, looser or tight or tighter loose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But what if you wear cargo shorts so that you could put your keys and your phone and your piece of gum and 12 pens and uh, <laughs> water bottles sometimes? Uh, don't go out the house. <laughs> I Please. got things to carry. Oh, Nathan, that's you? <laughs> of course oh, it's me. Gee. Can we get this man a, a bag or something? Oh, exactly. oh, oh no. that's what I said a bag is for. You turn them against me. Oh, my God. His okay. birthday's coming. Maybe. We'll get him a bag. Oh, my gosh. All right. So cargo shorts uh, are popping. That's what you all heard here. That is not what that I is, heard. I heard a very nuanced answer. <laughs> I heard popping from both of them. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So I you can take it. over. Okay, the next one. <laughs> okay, so behind me, you'll see that I have what I call cult fashion. Um, and so that was a very short-lived thing. I don't know if you, if either of you remember this, but there was a time when you're supposed to kind of dress like you're in a cult. So there's like oh. those long, flowy dresses. And if you need a visual, it's right here. Uh, you know what? I, I do like the black one, right? <laughs> the gray one is okay, too. I, I don't, I would wear it in the summer at the beach. Uh, so I would pop at the beach, but not in the street. <laughs> Is that fair? 
Yes. Love that answer. I would say NOP only because I feel like mm-hmm. now it's a little outdated, but definitely like 2014, like height of uh-huh. Tumblr, Lana Del Rey, that uh, type of yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. I, I would see people wearing those dresses all the yeah, time. Yeah. Too bad I bought in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Our condolences. Our condolences. Fashion, passion, fashion, condolences. <laughs> what, what, what do we do? But I agree. It's not Pavin. That's why I brought it here today and refused to wear it. I'm trying to get rid of it. Here. Yeah, exactly. Should have worn it. Should have worn it. I know. How about no. skinny jeans in general? I hate I hate skinny jeans. Excuse so much. me. And I'm saying that as I used to be a former skinny jeans wear. I don't know. Wear, yeah. Like I used to wear skinny jeans all the time. Not no. Tell me why you hate it so much. Well, now I just feel like they're uncomfortable to wear. Yep. I just prefer to wear jeans that are more loose fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But I want to say, wait a minute. Skinny jeans, skinny pants for men are popping of a particular age. They're what we used to call high waters back in the day. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that expression like, oh my gosh, your pants are so high. Like if there's a flood, they won't get wet. So we call them high waters. But that is the style with these like pointy shoes and really close to the body. I want to say they're popping for men of a particular age and a particular fashion sense. Mm, Very nice. I mean, I think that's a, that's the description of fashion, right? It's like you have to just own whatever you decide you're going to wear, right? right? And what fits you. That's the beauty about fashion, right? That people should be free. So I don't know, maybe that is another podcast. Uh, who, who are we wearing it for? Are we conscious of the fact that we do have an audience? Even though we're choosing Always, something yeah. to wear for ourselves, mm-hmm. you do have an audience when you choose to go in public, right? I don't know. What do you think, Olivia? Um, I would say like fashion is subjective for sure. Like one thing that may be fashionable to one person may not. But I feel like particularly for me, like when I wear outfits that are really, I guess, would be like extravagant, like when I'm going to a concert, I say I'm more so dressing for myself and kind of like the event because I know other people are going to be wearing similar outfits mm. more so than just like to make a statement, I would say. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. I think it depends. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Understanding your audience, understanding your yeah. context and being able to dress Yeah. So I think both of you are right. Both of you are saying kind of similar things. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Our next one. Fedoras. Mm. I used to wear these all the time when I was in second grade. You wore fedoras? I did. I'm so serious. (laughs) Yes. And it was like, it was was like the glittery ones from Forever 21 too. It was pink. Yeah. And I think I thought it was Hannah Montana. (laughs) That's why I wore them. Oh my gosh. I love fedoras for men. I love them for women too. I have a few fedoras. Uh, we thought I, so. Yeah, I, but I never really set with them. Yeah. 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 But I would say they're in. Yeah, I think they're a classic. They're yeah. classic. Yeah. Me too. I think so. Pop, pop, pop. Pop. <laughs> Popping. I, you know what the thing about fedoras is I always think of there used to be a, there was like a meme that went around uh, a long time ago that was, um, you know, what you think you look like in a fedora and it like, a, you know, as a white guy like myself and it, you know you think you look like Indiana Jones or like what you really look like is this guy with a giant head and tiny head. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, oh yeah, no, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Not Indiana Jones. Oh, I, love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's so great. That. Yes, it is. I do like, though, uh, Haney being very surprised by the fashion takes. That's making me happy. So. I know. So keep he's this really going. loving this. <laughs> Can I just say this is awesome? <laughs> this moment, this everything right here. I am so happy. Oh, my gosh. I think we might be done with yeah. Popper Up. You guys, you guys had a lot of. Awesome. Yeah. That was great. That was. Uh, 
it clarified some important issues. Um, primarily, cargo shorts are, are popping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should ask about who you think is a fashion icon. Mm. Okay, so I have a few. Uh-huh. I'm thinking uh, RuPaul yes. in drag or outside of drag. Yes. RuPaul yeah. is just amazing. I feel like RuPaul's fashion, even outside of drag, is actually better. It's like, gorgeous. It's kind of amazing. Gorgeous. Yeah. For me, hands down, Janet Jackson. Mm. And that's <laughs> over time. <laughs> that's traveling across decades. That is, and now yeah. it's so awesome to see her emerge uh, in her fashionness as mm. she's doing, you know, covers for Vogue magazine and taking on all of these fashion contracts. Uh, <laughs> but I would say Janet because she's classic and she changes with the decade and yet still is a little bit edgy mm. every time. Nice. For me, I would say for my generation, I would say Zendaya, honestly, in terms of like all the red carpet looks that she's always wearing. I think, I think, uh, what was it? The Emmys this year, she wore like this really elegant black dress. With pockets. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, So I would say Zendaya, 100%. (laughs) Even her street style, like when I just see pictures of her out in the street. Yeah. So good. And I would say Beyonce too. I would say specifically like the Lemonade era, Mm -hmm. like with that yellow dress yeah. like everyone was trying to recreate that come Halloween yeah so yeah that was gorgeous yeah I mean the thing about Zendaya is I feel like she wears a very big t-shirt and jeans and she looks amazing exactly and then she Everything goes to works. the Emmys and puts on this beautiful gown and she looks amazing so mm. basically hate her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> don't tell <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's amazing. Amazing. I think she's awesome. (laughs) Absolutely. And so are you, Haiti. It's real. (laughs) Okay, Olivia, if you could, uh, uh, you know, go through Yoli's closet, uh, check out the the different things that are there, wear them around. I'm wondering, you know, first of all, have you done that? And second of all, are there any items that you've encountered that kind of made you think a little bit differently about your mom than you might have before? Um, yeah, I'll kind of go backwards. So I would say, have I ever raided my mom's closet? I would say for business casual things, because yeah. a couple of times for photo day, I've worn her pants or her shirts or sweaters. I would say if I could steal one item, I don't know. I don't think you have it anymore, but it's it was kind of like this vintage NYU sweater that had uh, purple uh, embroidered letters. Um, and I saw a picture of it when I was going through the photo albums and I was like, oh, I really wish you still had this. But then I found a sweater that was sort of similar online and then I actually bought it because oh, I was like, nice. I want something that resembles a sweater because yeah, yeah. I love the way that it's, it's made. So that's in my closet now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, I guess going through your closet now, I've definitely seen like how your style in a lot of ways has evolved, but it's not as so much different than the way that you used to dress when you were my age or even in your early 20s. That's how I stay young. Olivia, thank you. (laughs) Wow. In early 20s yesterday, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I love your timeline. (laughs) Yeah, what is time? (laughs) What is time? What is time? Yeah. Mm, Wow. Olivia, you're amazing. That is really nice. You are. Um, Okay, so same question to you, Mm. Yoli. Is there something in Olivia's closet that you're kind of secretly hoping that you could steal or that you look at and you'd want? Uh, Yeah. I just wish I could fit it. I just can't fit it. She has the most beautiful sweaters and I don't know. I just love her style. And it's so... Intricate, it can and or varied. I would say not intricate. It could go from like stripes, <laughs> hoodies, fur. She, it's just so varied. But the one thing, there's this blue sweater you have. Mm. Am I making this up? It's kind of furry. 
Oh yeah. That is the item I wish I could fit. Oh, <laughs> it's gorgeous. So nice. I, have a, I have this blue. I bought it. I think 2020. Yeah. Uh, December of 2020. It's beautiful. Um, and a, yeah, it's like a blue furry sweater. And I think it says the words like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and also her Doc Martin platforms. That yeah, just takes shoes. me back to the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, if totally. I could fit those and I could walk in them, I would. Totally. But, uh, so yeah, thank you for that question. Super cool. Where do we want to go next? We you have know, so many questions Fashion-wise or no? Yeah. Where do we want to go <laughs> fashion-wise? What's the next fashion? Where, what, what, uh, what's a, if you uh, could kind of project, not project in the sense necessarily that you're like trying to like read the world. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking more like if you got to decide what the next trend is, mm-hmm. you know, what, you know, three years from now, what mm. if, what if, what's it going to be? What are you going to bring into style? Mm. You know, I would say I probably, well, yeah, this is, this constitute for fashion. I would say like, bringing back like chunky hoop earrings mm. and just kind of like really thick gold jewelry <laughs> that a lot of people. 80s. Exactly. And even yeah. like nailed the early 2000s. In the yeah. 80s. We nailed it. Yeah. I would say that. Um, yeah. Because I think jewelry really can make an outfit too. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes. So I think bringing, bringing that back. Yeah. yeah listen, sure. listeners, I wish you could see the necklaces that are happening <laughs> yeah. at this Your moment. Your necklaces are great. Thank you. They go yeah. with it. They go with the shoes. Very nice yeah. thing too. Olivia, that's awesome. I think that's actually a really insightful one because yeah. I feel like the last couple of years it's been all about like fine jewelry, you know? Yeah, accessorize. And yeah, and maybe now we need to shift to chunky mm-hmm. or shift back. I'm all for it. I mean, chunky. that was going to be my answer too. I think for me, it's revisiting some fashions. Yes, I'm a big 80s person, but it might be time for the 90s to have a resurgence. Mm. And I think also a bit of the future Afrofuturism, I would like to see actually a lot of like black designers that are Mm. on the edge. I would like to see that come to the center with a little bit of 90s kind of Mm. flavor to it. Yeah, that would be my thing. Mm. Yeah. Make it so happen. Uh, make it happen. Natu- Afrofuturistic nineties. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Mm. What about you? Do you have a? Do you, how are you going to bring cargo pants back? <laughs> that girl, you can fit your keys. Girl, in your they phone. never left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't with this my, one. My spouse has definitely bought me uh, shorts that are not cargo shorts uh, recently. Like. Is sort of a subtle, like, you know, you could wear other kinds of shorts. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I'll let go eventually, but. That'll be your Not courageous today. act. Not That'll today. be your courageous <laughs> fashion <laughs> act. Yeah. Maybe I'll ask one more question. This is like going to be a little bit of a serious pivot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ask Olivia first. So, oh. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just wondering what a, you know, why does fashion matter to you? Why do you think it's important? Like beyond the things that we wear and they come and go all the time, right? And um, yeah, so what do you think it means for people? What does it mean for you personally? Uh, you want me to try? I can go. Okay, go ahead. Please. I mean, I feel it's a little bit of a generic answer, but I would say fashion is really one of the only ways you can have self-expression mm-hmm. um, kind of in like an outward sense. And I feel like particularly for me, like in terms of the different fashion trends and things that I like to follow and things I like to wear. It allows me to really like express how I'm feeling. I think a lot about like concerts too. Like when I go to like Harry Styles concerts, it's kind of this 
kind of norm where people wear these like extravagant outfits and wear boas and all these like mm-hmm. platform high heels. I um, mean, everyone is kind of like dressed the same, but they kind of bring their own take to what yeah. I guess the theme of the concert is, um, which is mostly just like bright colors and just wearing it, whatever you want, honestly, it doesn't yeah. even have to be extravagant. So I feel like for me, definitely in terms of like the more, um, I would say like spectacly outfits that I like to wear, um, whether like to a, a party or to a concert, it really allows me to just like take the time to express myself and the things that I'm feeling in that moment. And yeah, just like a way for me to, I don't know, to show mm. who I am. Yeah. You know, that's super I love that. brilliant and beautiful. And as you were talking, I was thinking, of course, yes, identity and expression, but also kind of community building, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah. so it's it's being the individual, but also being a member of a community. And that means there's belonging <laughs> that's yep. there. Yep. There's, you know, so many uh emotions that are wrapped up into the act of uh, participating in a particular fashion community or just being yourself. So that's what I would say that yeah. is absolutely an opportunity to express your inner feelings. Also be courageous. Fashion sometimes, particularly for shy people, if you say, I'm going to take the courage to wear that crop top mm-hmm. in some ways, <laughs> all right, I know I'm pushing the line here, but it's kind of like this self therapy too, that you yeah. are pushing yourself yeah. Seeing yourself differently at the same time, expressing who you are and being in community. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's great. It's like individual and collective. Yep. That's what fashion can do. Yeah. I'm thinking about, um, because you brought up RuPaul. (laughs) I'm going to butcher the quote. I wish I had it up in front of me, but I don't. RuPaul said something about like how we're all, we're born naked and the rest of it is drag. Wow. Right. Yeah, like all the rest of your life, you're wow. just trying out different things, dressing up, dressing down, like figuring out like how you're going to be in the world. And that's like what we're doing every single day, right? That's By what true. we put on. And like how we you, and also I think a lot about how, how much like my style and fashion has changed yeah. as I've gotten older. And when I look at old photos and I look back like, oh, I used to wear like fedoras and chokers and all these things, <laughs> things that are like so clearly outdated now. And I'm like, oh, like, well, like it's really interesting to think about like, you know, how much I've grown and then how my style has grown with, mm. with that. Yeah. It's yeah. like a marker. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beauty, I guess, yeah, of yeah, photographs, yeah. right? Yeah, like for seeing, sure. Wow. And I feel like even going mm. to school, because even at my high school, like it's people from all these different boroughs. And even though obviously it would seem weird, like what does fashion have to do with boroughs? I would say like, definitely, like I would say people that I go to school with that are from Brooklyn kind of have their own sort of style. Yeah. Um, same with kids that are from the Bronx and Queens and Manhattan. So it's interesting to, <laughs> to be around um, all these different people from all over the city every single day. And then seeing kind of like how their fashion differs from another person who's from a different borough, even from a different part of their borough. Mm-hmm. So yeah. insightful, yeah. Olivia. <laughs> Definitely. Totally. Particularly in New York, borough culture is totally. real. Yeah. So I true. threw up the Bronx sign yep. because, it, and again, going back to the 80s, it was similar. Like yeah. people may have been rocking an Adidas suit or rocking a particular hat or kango, but you wore it in a certain way. Maybe people in Queens wore it to the right or people in the Bronx tipped <laughs> it back. So yeah, it's it's really a beautiful expression. And maybe that's the community too. Yeah. In some yeah, ways, repping sure. the community that you're from is done uh, through fashion. Yeah, totally. What, yeah, what a great, what a great uh, way to, to kind of connect all the different pieces that we've been thinking about and talking about here. I mean, especially with regard to kind of our, our broad 
goal of discussing and thinking about play in this in this podcast yeah and and the ways in which play is such a uh, an important part of of uh, fashion and an important part of of uh, engaging with fashion and exploring fashion and and you know to your guys's point over and over again kind of the identity aspect the individual aspect but also the kind of community aspect how you play together in this space as well you know i that's wow. awesome mm-hmm. i guess i guess it's a good that we talked about fashion after all yeah for sure <laughs> i mean sometimes i think even in a busy day like the only time that sometimes we get to play is deciding what to wear yeah, yeah. wow right nice <laughs> okay yeah. so okay we usually like to ask our guests one last question, and the question is, what's popping? And basically, what oh. is out there in popular culture that you're engaging with or you're interested in that you feel like other people should be into, too? So it could be a book, a film, movie, television show. Um, it could be Wakanda Forever, whatever you <laughs> want it to be. But what's popping right now? So I think in COVID-19, what we're still coming out of, the need for rest and so for me, what's popping, and I think for a couple of million other people, is the NAP ministry. Yes. And uh, I'm forgetting the author's name at the moment, but her book is out. She did a talk at the Schomburg. She's been t- doing talks all over the country, really trying to encourage people to pause, to rest, to take naps. And why I think that's popping is that when I do have a moment to pause and meditate and take naps, my creativity is off the charts. Wow. Like my brain goes in so many directions. I just want to create. Mm-hmm. So what's popping for me right now is rest and taking naps. Very nice. Wow. That is, wow. Uh, I feel so good about that. Yes. <laughs> You're going to take a nap right after I, this. Good night. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, I have that book. I've had it for a couple of weeks and I've not paused to look at it yet. <laughs> okay. So this is your moment. It's perfect. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Mm. Hmm. Let me think. What is popping? Weirdly enough, there's this place, I can't remember the name, but it's in Brooklyn. And there's, you like get to design your own carpet. And I think it's really cool because like you make, you draw your own design and they help you design it. And then you spend, I think, three hours in a workshop um, just designing like this carpet. And then you take (laughs) it home with you. And I feel like that's really cool because, I mean, I am... Definitely not an artist. I wish I was able to draw and do all of those things. But I think it's like a really nice and like relaxing, relaxing experience just to go somewhere and spend a couple hours just unleashing your creative side. And yeah. you're creating like something that you can take home with you and have it have with you in your household. I wish I knew the name, wow. but it's in Brooklyn. That. We should and cool. I saw it on TikTok. That's yeah, very cool. go, Olivia. Yeah, we should. I yeah. love that. That's such a great answer. Yeah. I've just learned something new. And that's why I love hanging out with you. Because <laughs> I literally learned something new. Is it that called is... Scattered Kind? You know what? It may be. Yeah. If you're looking, if it's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Scattered Kind. Oh, Scattered, scattered. Kinds. Yeah. Awesome. That looks pretty great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. We love this. This was so much fun. Yeah, this is I great. I feel like a plug for intergenerational relationships, Yolanda. Like you said, Woo! you learn a lot from Olivia. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's true. We all learn, I learn from a lot from other. her. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. So. Aww. Aww. <laughs> love fest. Yeah. Woo! Seriously. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. This season of Pop and Play was produced by Haney Yoon, Nathan Holbert, Lalitha Vasudevan, Billy Collins, and Joe Rena Ferry, and assistant produced by Lucius Van Joe. 
at Teachers College, Columbia University with the Digital Futures Institute. Audio editing and production by Billy Collins. For transcripts and to learn more about our guests, visit tc.edu slash pop and play. Our music is selections from Leaf Eaters by Paddington Bear. Pop and play, of course, would not be possible without the fabulous team that helps put this together. Thanks to Oluwashon Animashon for running the Pop and Play social media accounts, where you should follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under Pop and Play Pod. You can also follow us on Twitch under Pop and Play. Special thanks to Drew Reynolds, Jen Lee, Blake Danzig, Brianne Monado, Moira McCavanaugh, and Lucius Vonjo, who all helped with our outreach and our website support. Shout out to Ioana Literat for the Trashies. Watch on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.